0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey guys, Collider Jedi Council is brought to you by DC Universe, the ultimate DC membership for DC fans. Home of the original series like Titans and Young Justice, Outsiders Parts 1 and 2. Their comic library includes over 20,000 titles from classics to recent releases and more complete storylines than ever before. It's available on your favorite devices. So sign up now at dcuniverse.com slash join. That's dcuniverse.com slash join. My fellow Americans and friends around the world, Episode 9 will melt your mind. Oh, the original hope is it on the way, question mark? And those nights around do look so good. Uh, vote for me. Jedi Council's next.
1: I got to tell you, I don't know if, if my favorite part of that whole entire thing w- was not only the sweet jacket and the shirt, but it was the transition into the second one. And yeah. you went, oh, like that's something job at a hut at one point. Oh, uh, welcome back, everybody, to Collider Jedi Council. It's the show where we talk about everything going on in the world of Star Wars. Have a lot of cool stuff to talk about. And not only do we have Ken Napsack joining us on
2: the table once again, Michael Young is here. What's up, man? How are you? Ah, nothing much. Just happy to talk about the the lovely, the amazing Star Wars goodness. We, especially the questions we got. We so we got we some, some cool good questions ones. Yeah, yeah, man, we're
1: all recovering from from our Comic Con. Yeah, good times. Some <laughs> not not many, not much Star Wars news came out. I think they're probably holding that for D twenty three, which is right around the corner. Um, but. Nonetheless, we all had a nice, geeky, fun time getting back, mm. recovering, and now we're here to talk about Star Wars, and we're going to do it by starting about Star Wars Movie News. Everything in the world that happens with the Star Wars movies, and there's some
0: news. Ken, okay, what do you got?
1: Yes. Thank you. All right. Good show, guys. See you next week. <laughs> it was a pleasure joining uh, myself. and. Um, uh, sorry, sorry. I got, yes.
0: Remember, we can't have too much fun on this show. Someone tweeted us that oh, really? one, I... one of the shows had too much comedy in it. Uh, <laughs> no, must is, be that, serious. is that true? The Ellis episode. You guys are you having way three, too much fun you in You put here. three comics. You've known each other for 15 years you can't on win. a show. You don't you can't, don't yes, tell jokes. You
1: can't, uh, and then the episode before that, we were tuned out, and the, 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 the show jumped wait. the shark. Sorry, not going to start fine. off grumpy today. You got to <laughs> jump the shark? I think so. I think we jumped the shark.
0: A long time about a year ago, Mike.
2: Oh, okay. Hey. Um...
0: I'm dressed like the old pit boss days because I was supposed to shoot something after. Uh, that's right. why I'm looking a little weird and old. I'm always old. Who are we kidding? Yeah, you're Here old. you go. I'm um, rolled. Um, Kevin Smith, speaking of old. I heard of him. Uh, like he always says, he's a relic from the 90s, as am I. Um, <laughs> so he's obviously very positive. I appreciate that. I wrote the book Why We Love Star Wars. Uh, I get this, and he, in an interview with IGN, Christian Harloff and Uncle Young, said that the final shot... I am not. Gonna, uh, I guess I should read the crew. The crew were like, you have to see this set, and when you see it, it'll melt your mind. Mm. Uh, and he was talking about uh, just the final shot, the final sequence of Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Kevin famously cried when he talked about seeing stuff from Force Awakens. Um, he loves this stuff. I respect it. So you can take that with a grain of salt. I wouldn't expect Kevin Smith to be anything but this. But it will melt your mind, Christian Harloff. What do you think? Well, you also got to take... Yes, I mean, Kevin Smith is is one of the biggest just overall Star Wars fans
1: and, and majority of stuff that comes out he really enjoys. But the other thing that you should look at when he says this particular thing is the man is a director, right? Mm-hmm. So he's talking yeah. about Final Shot, how it all kind of ties in. And J.J. Abrams, we know it. It's the last of the nine films of this from, from one until nine. The last shot should be something epic. It should be something that we're going to celebrate yeah. to say, like, that just closed out the entire saga that we knew because even though we haven't gotten an announcement of what the next movies are going to be, if you're going to Vegas and you're betting odds, you're not getting episode 10, 11, and 12 for a long time, if ever. If you're going to get some stuff way back in the past. Uh, so closing it out with a big shebang doesn't surprise me at all, if that is indeed the case. Mike, how do you feel?
2: Well, they've, they've got to come with it. Yeah. And I think J.J. knows that. I mean, he even said, uh, and there, he's paraphrasing, but uh, something like, you know, I don't want you to see it, you know, talking to Kevin, like, I don't want you to see it. Yeah, I want you got to see it in the I, theater. I, I, could I, I, you, this is a great point.
0: Glad you brought yeah. that up, Michael. Abrams explained to Kevin, you don't want this spoiled. You want to be in a theater when this happens. Trust me.
2: That big screen, front and center, perfect audio quality, you know, with the, I'm ready. And yeah. I know that, look, guys, come hey, bring it in. Hey, look, they're not going to mess this up, alright? It's episode 9. It's J.J. Abrams. They got all the money in the world. I mean, come on. It's going to be crazy. Well, it's going to be crazy. I
1: share your optimism, <laughs> but having a lot of money <laughs> doesn't mean that things can't bomb because we've, see, we've seen we've well, seen people yeah. throw a lot of money at movies before and they've hit derp. I happen to be with your you, though, you. because I think that they're just continuing on a storyline I think that fans are going to be very happy with. Yeah. Um, so, I'm with you on the same page. I just don't necessarily think that if they have a bigger budget, it could, because I Can this
2: movie be like five hours? I'd be okay with that. I'd
0: be more than okay with that. (laughs) Ken, how do you feel about these comments? Uh, big budgets always translate to success. More than meets the eye. <laughs> All right. Sorry, John Roca. Yeah, well, it was successful. I mean, you're it not does wrong. make. That's right. It does make you're, money. You're not wrong. It, it, does it does make money. It does make money. And money, kid, is yeah. the name of the game. You Pluto Nash, however. Picture.
1: Pluto Nash, however. Pluto Nash. 120 million dollars. I think it made 1.2 opening Thanks weekend. So much. <laughs> Not so and much. The biggest, one of the big, biggest box office draws of all time. Yeah. So. As far
0: as this, though, I am fascinated with this. Uh, regardless of what you thought about season eight of Game of Thrones, this isn't that place to discuss it. I love the final sequence and shots of the yes. show. Uh, a, a parallel to what uh, we saw, or a bookend more than a parallel to to, to what we saw at the beginning of the show, episode one, uh, Jon Snow walking off, and I, I, I love what's going on with him there in that final shot. So it always, I'm always thinking about what is the final? How do you end? Right. Nine episodes. The saga. George in 2005 ended it the way we kind of started right uh on twin sons, tatooine Owen uh, Lars brew White son baby Luke I love that that's a great
1: point though because how that did you do ended, this? because that at that point he thought that was the end of it that's how we're ending it and it ties into all the stuff that we had seen before and regardless of what you thought about the prequels there was you it was very hard to find someone that didn't love that that ending sequence mm-hmm. of yeah. tying it all together, seeing Obi-Wan handing the baby to uh, yeah. Owen and Beru. And that's, that's, that's a great call. It's like, what, what are we going to be? How is it going to end? Like what's going to happen? We'll do a Harry Potter. Will it jump forward
2: in time? You know what I mean? Yeah, good okay. Point. Question for both of you. Do you think we're going to have sort of an ending, but yes, yet like a open-ended beginning ish, Because, of course, Mm. Star Wars is never going to end. So kind of like a hard ending for some characters and then kind of like maybe see you soon for a couple of other ones. Yeah, I think you got to keep it open-ended because it would be silly for them to,
1: like, one of those things. Rogue One, there was nothing you could do with those characters because they weren't in the other movies. So the fact that they all died was, I thought, was ballsy and I think it worked for the story, right? There's no reason to kill all the new characters and they wouldn't. And even Mm -hmm. because... That's the only way you can make it a. It's it's over, yeah. or because no matter <laughs> done, guys, yeah, because no matter anything else, they can come back one way or another. And I'd be open for it if mm-hmm. if maybe in twenty years from now, when Daisy Ridley's what forty six or forty seven or whatever she mm-hmm. is, she's twenty four. How old is she? She's 27, 28, yeah, like that. Whatever she is. So let's say she's almost 50 years old when they bring her in. She's the Luke Skywalker of the next uh-huh. trilogy. and like, so, It's open-ended. You can do it for so long because right now she doesn't want to do any more Star Wars movies. Yeah. That's not to say she's not going to. You don't know where her career is going to go, what she's going to want to do, if the opportunities right. arise, if people want it. So you should definitely all, – because, because all these characters you would think at the end of Return of the Jedi
0: was over. But yeah. it's still open-ended. And certainly proved to be that for sure. So, yeah, it'll be open-ended. Ken? It, yeah, it's a, it's a great point. We, we were discussing it earlier this week on, on Four Center, just the idea of what you were talking about, Michael. It's a great question because, like, George, again, in 83, whether or not he had 1 through 3 and 789 scripted out on a little pad of paper somewhere right. doesn't matter if it's Skywalker Ranch or whatever, tucked in his flannel shirt. In 83, he kind of had a, uh, we're wrapping this up, happy ending. And, and we know that in that world the story keeps going, but it gives you the sense of, victory completion story but now that we're aware of the idea of this is the end maybe <laughs> do they play with this idea of what has changed what is uh, is there victory is there lessons learned is a, a road map for going forward do we do the fade out come back in to Hobbiton uh, what right. do we do you right. know and I, I'm, I'm just intrigued by it because there's so much pressure I can't imagine the final shot of this saga right. well remember though that's the point is that this is the end
1: of everything that we linked from one until nine right. we were True. just introduced to a lot of these characters in seven so no one's saying that it's the end of the the road for the storylines with with the seven eight nine characters right. it's the end of the road yeah. for everything that we learned from one through nine and that makes sense like wh- how is it going to play out does Luke Kind of go off, you know, this is, this is it. He's not. This is the last Star Wars movie Mark Hamill will ever be in. I, I, I think so. Maybe maybe he lends his voice to some animated stuff. and But mm-hmm. as far as being in a physical form in a movie, I think for a very long time anyway, I don't want to – nothing's definite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think that, the, again, if I was doing Vegas odds here, I'd say it's <laughs> a pretty good shot that he's, he's done with the franchise for now. Um, but, yeah, I'm very curious how they're going to end it. Maybe they end it with, with a shot of uh, of Princess Leia and and, and Luke. Mm. You know, they could still do it. Mm. They could still do it with the the footage that they have. That would be very interesting. And that would probably tear a lot of people up. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm with you. Even the
2: hug moment in the trailer, I'm just like.
1: Yeah. (gasps) It's going to get you. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to get you. So, okay. Well, there's lots of stuff. What do you guys think about Kevin Smith's comments? Because he's a director, because he has that eye for the flair, and because he's such a big Star Wars fan, do you see the ending being as satisfactory as you want it to be? Which I guess poses another question. Anytime a movie like this um, and Game of Thrones or any of these movies or television shows come out, there's always this expectation for what we want it to be. Um, And there's always going to be – it's always about majority, isn't it? Like Because you look at Endgame. Endgame, Uh, people wanted particular things. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who didn't like Endgame. But if you took polls, majority of people seem to really thoroughly like the way that Endgame wrapped things up. Yes, if you go to say uh, Game of Thrones, from the way that it reads right now, it looks like the opposite. It looks like more from, people were disappointed. From Twitter, it's not looking good. It looks more opposite, <laughs> but you don't know because then again, because the space that we're in. If you ask me, from what we see, I would say that Last Jedi seems pretty mixed, right? But yeah. it's got a. It's one of the most successful Star Wars movies ever. The fan base, uh, if you when you do polls about it, it seems to have like one of the uh, higher scores but regardless it 's just it 's all about majority though too mm. just, It just that 's how I believe that it plays how we 're going to feel about expectations going into this particular movie yeah ken what 's next
0: what 's next is we 're talking about the end, but what about the beginning at least beginning for most of us and and a lot of people stay, still say this is where you should begin your Star Wars journey George Lucas is a disagree one thousand nine hundred seventy seven he released Star Wars, not yet called A New Hope. Uh, That came later, about 1981, in the uh, theatrical re-release and the opening crawl. Uh, That original version already changed. Lucas changed audio the first weekend the movie was out. Uh, Pick up that little morsel from Chris Taylor's book, How Star Wars Conquered the uh, Universe. But... Recently, finally, that, that the special editions came out. George makes these changes, and everyone's, give us the original version, <laughs> uh, which I understand. There's despecialized editions, fan cuts, fan edits. George did give approval to a recent screening, which I believe was Rogue One into A New Hope, and it was the original version, at least as far as we know. Who, who knows even then right. what it is? Um, as we've known for years, 20th Century Fox held those... Right. Distribution rights. I I don't know the legalese and the business terms on it right now. But that was one of the reasons that you couldn't see the original version. Fox was like, thank you very much. We still have this. Uh, Also, the idea that George – I don't know. I've never really seen this direct quote or a clip. George wanted, hey, let's hold my rough draft that I felt it was in 77. Let's hold it back. Um, Same with the holiday special, right? He wanted to burn and smash every copy he could. So – There is an article going around uh, from website uh, Inverse uh, just asking. It's uh, a question. It's not a scoop or a rumor or anything. Just could a new hope be added back to theaters? Would the unaltered original version or as most original as uh, we could get uh, be coming back to the theater? There's a print that's out there. That's what we know from the screening. I'm rambling. What do you think? I
1: have a question, though, too, because I want to make sure because our headline here says – a new hope could be headed back to theaters. That's not been confirmed at all. That's just a que- it's just a question.
0: No, that is okay. it is a question.
1: Okay, so it, it, it's not to be confused. It's not. It's it doesn't look like it's going to happen. There's just that one particular um, thing that that went down uh, that, that that Lucas gave his approval to. Yeah. Now the hypothetical, if we're asking, could it? Uh, uh... I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think that Lucas is pretty adamant about keeping these things. He did yeah. one special screening. The fact that he allowed it to happen this particular time could make people go, "Oh, maybe that maybe there's hope." No pun intended. Uh, mm-hmm. But okay. I don't see it happening. Mike, do you? Yes, You do. Okay.
2: You know, with with age, you know, people soften up to ideas. They well, sometimes they also get battle hardened. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So he might be like, you know what? I'll Let this screen go down. Maybe, maybe in say a year or so, we'll get in. It's Disney too, so we know we're gonna have a situation one night only, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. everyone comes out right. and drops a billion dollars across the US and Europe or something like that to see this movie on Friday or Saturday night or all day. And that's all and that's it, it. after this
1: is, is it, right? So, not and, gonna get released on Blu ray or anything, yeah. Right?
2: Nah, they'll yeah. be like, Look, one night only in the theater. You can see it, but that's it. Right. And I, I think Disney love they they love that cheddar cheese. That's right. <laughs> okay. I love cheddar cheese
0: too. I just can't get the ones uh, cheddar cheese you're talking about. Just the uh, cheddar cheese on my hot dogs. Um, Roca, that that got gotcha. you. Uh, by the way, this was an '81 print. The '81 print was the one that was showed here. Uh, okay. Going back to 2017. Kathleen Kennedy went on record saying she, quote, wouldn't touch Lucas's versions of the classic trilogy, implying that Lucasfilm would never do a theatrical re-release of the classic trilogy that wasn't the special editions. So, yeah, anything's possible. I know what you're saying, like a no, little time, a little time. I mean, Harrison Ford came back to Star Wars, Blade yes, Runner, and Indiana Jones. There was a time I would think, uh, never going right. to do that. Um, and and uh, that happened. Uh, I eat kale now. So, uh, you know, things happen weird. You eat kale? I, every once in a while. It's okay. I wouldn't five years Just ago. Seaweed. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I don't say do it all the time. Yeah. I put maybe more cheddar you, cheese on my cheeseburger.
2: Sprinkle something on it, like some I don't know, the some oregano. Is, or something? people know. can
0: change. <laughs> people can change. And maybe George at one point says, sometimes. "All right, fine. You want this? I don't think so." Uh, I guess the second question is: yes. Is now I have my original VHS copy. Do you have VHS copy? We probably somewhere. are all. I have somewhere.
2: the VHS, but I think I don't. It's not the original original print. Okay. it's before the special editions, though. Right. Because I have the VHS. I guess, regular, yeah. but not the original, I mean, original. I mean, and then the specials. And then the, I guess, the extra specials. Yeah, there's I, some extra look, extra specials. Look, Fox released like a million. Of a lot million, of yeah, Blink and Ewoks. <laughs> I think if
0: you have the VHS tapes from late 80s, early 90s, yeah. say you have some versions that uh, George doesn't have out there anymore. So the question is, uh, it'd be fun. I think without a doubt it would be fun. And I, I actually had a chance to go screening. I, I couldn't go. I was really bummed um, uh, that I couldn't do it. But uh, I think it would be fun to see it. Do you miss the old ones? Do you walk around? When you watch some of the stuff now, the Jedi rock sequence in, in, Jedi, in, here's in, in here's Return of the Jedi, one of my least favorite sequences and all. Well, uh, it's I, a, it's yeah. a very good song. Oh, it's horrible. It's not, you, you know, <laughs> Joe Yowza, what's his name? Joe Yauza, the singer. <laughs> <laughs> He's cool.
1: See, you got <laughs> it. I remember down. it because it's, it's like that bad song that
2: keeps going in your head. <laughs> the problem with it you is that... You can only it, remember a song that's that good. Oh, come on. <laughs> the
1: problem is that it seems like it's just like the tone Tone of the prequels. Doesn't shouldn't mix right, right. with I, the original totally trilogy, so, and I and I have grown to really appreciate the prequels, much like you. You're welcome. But they don't fit. <laughs> but they don't fit into this the, the tone of the original. Trilogy. I,
0: I I totally agree that there's yeah. a, there's a there's a it's to it all it's and, and all that kind of stuff. Even even some of the stuff I and we, we can we can debate not even debate. But yeah. We talk about the special well, editions. But there's a lot of good question. things, about, but to answer the question, would you do you feel you need to see this? It would be fun. Do you need
1: it? I, I don't necessarily need it, but I, I do. There are certain times when I'm watching a special edition. That I, I, it takes me out of it. Like I don't need the scene when Han Solo talks to Jabba the Hutt in the hangar for two different reasons. One, the scene isn't necessary. It doesn't. I mean, it, it's established that they had a working relationship and that he's got a. It's it's, not,
0: a, it's a beat for beat repeat of the Greedo sequence. Yeah, it's, it's it, the it same is. information. Comes and, yeah, it. and it's not yeah. it's
1: it's not necessary. And the other part is that the CGI is so bad that you can Ooh. tell that when he stands on the tail, it looks ridiculous, and it's the prequel tone again. The Obi-Wan drunk NASCAR fan scream is awful. Instead of doing the crate Dragon, oh, you know, yeah. instead of doing the really great sounds,
0: like, you know what's funny about that? i have uh, I have like a DVD, so blue so early sad. like early edition like the special editions, but they have the old crate dragon scream yeah it's much I' had never really heard that in a, or at least had in a long time and Me and Scrimshot sat down to watch it with Jennifer for a, a, a commentary and that thing that is the drunk scream the it's, 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 it's the
1: worst it, yeah. that, 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 oh, that that's atrocious those are the, the those are the that aren't too bad everything in empire i'm good with empires i, yeah. I really like Empire it. they yeah. add certain things like in the background with Cloud city and things yeah, like that. Yeah.
2: Totally I can gender, watch Empire
1: yeah. and I'm not taken out at all. Yeah, I am... I, I, extra Wampa stuff. I, my f- hand fires over to fast forward every time that stupid song comes on in Return of the Jedi. And, and with Boba Fett flicking I don't know the, the girls. Yeah, Boba
0: Fett... So, the weak way on the uh, little uh, gong drum is pretty. Oh, cool. that's bad. That's bad too, right? You like that one? I mean, it's oh, bad, but I like it. You do like um, it. Yeah, no, Jedi, Jedi rocks. I, I still <laughs> Sarlacc, Sarlacc, Pitt pit uh, turned Everybody it into little song. shop of Horrors. Not my favorite thing, in it. right? But it's fine. Over the I, I, over the years, I, that, I'm more okay to handle it. more. You get now yeah. that we see more design, what the kitchen yeah. looks like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and and. and Look, Yub Nub always exists. You can always oh, right. hear the Ewok celebration, the original one. I have the CDs and all that kind of stuff. But, and I like the new song. I, I like the end of Return of the Jedi. I don't mind the song, and I, actually, I agree with you. Yeah. I feel that the Return of the Jedi ending
1: with, with the statue coming down, because they don't really go into any of that in yeah. the original versions of mm-hmm. this is yeah, like yeah, this galactic right. figure fell. It reminded me like whether it's a, 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 when Hitler fell or when, when they took down the statue with Saddam and all that. Right. It was, like, oh, it was yeah. one of those. It's a, like
0: the wall, the Berlin um, Wall. The Right, yeah. it was a big political moment. And especially I'm glad now, I answered Berlin Wall and not immediately say the wall in Game of Thrones because it's not a real <laughs> thing. <laughs> well, you don't
2: know that. Everything's real.
0: But,
1: but real. do you, do you, really you
2: notice
0: real. this stuff? Do you mind it? Or are you just kind of can watch it as it
2: the, is? Uh, different parts kind of stand yeah. out, but then I do love the sort of invisible effects that kind of help fill the moment. I'm not super against the Jabba moment. I think it provides some context, it kind of shows their back and forth, but I guess they don 't need it yeah. because but I, i'm not i 'm not sour on it. The song is awful <laughs> i mean it 's yeah. a bad song, but it 's yeah. a good song
0: the job of in a new hope at least they fixed in different versions, and I remember being excited to see it because a lot of us you know you grew up with that knowing that in the novel there was that scene, and you tell your friends in the playground, you know, Jabba and Han met, and then you had that footage of the old uh, husky Scottish guy be like, right. Han, my boy, oh, you <laughs> dropped your shipment. <laughs> right, eh. right. And you're like, oh, we get to see that. And then you're like, well, <laughs> when Han steps over his tail, nah, Boba Fett walks in like, I'm here. The, but that, I think yeah, that's yeah, my but problem. But, is, but the big uh, stuff is great.
1: Yeah, because that yeah. was, what, what was oh, the, the, the age-old argument with a lot of the fans was that they didn't need all the CGI in the prequels, that all the practical stuff was just something yeah. that was cool. Job of the Hut as a big old puppet was awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, th- yeah. that was great. And, then and it,
2: slimy and yeah. nasty and yeah, like gross. A, a
1: CGI version of
2: that, it's, it's like it's me in, have it's... to
1: go into Sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> or in the bathroom at Sizzler. Um, oh, man. All
0: right, moving on. What else we got there? <laughs> Hey, Collider Jedi Council is brought to you by DC Universe, the ultimate DC membership for DC fans. Join now to catch up on part one of the original series Young Justice Outsiders and then stream new episodes of part two dropping every week in July and August. Then continue watching DC's most iconic young superheroes and other brand new characters discover their unique meta powers and special abilities while they face the new threat of meta trafficking and intergalactic's arms race for control of these super powered use. Enjoy Young Justice outsiders as well as other DC original series like Titans and Doom Patrol, along with over twenty thousand comics, animated films, and classic DC movies. DC Universe is available on your favorite devices. Sign up now at dcuniverse dot com slash join. That's dcuniverse.com slash join. Um, you know, this is our post-Comic-Con <laughs> show, and we don't have... If yes, you say is Sinclair, and Roker goes Roque Roque to is the bathroom. Roker's <laughs> going to the bathroom. Have fun storming the castle. Yeah. If to work, it'll take a miracle. All right. <laughs> 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 this is our post-Comic-Con show, and you'd think we'd have a ton of Comic-Con news. Actually, I think we're not surprised. We know that D23 is yes. coming up. That's where a lot of the big stuff's going to drop. We're going to see some Mandalorian stuff and all that ever- all the good stuff. But there was a Lucasfilm presence there. They had the great stuff on the floor, the evolution of the Stormtrooper. Great display. Daniel Kennedy and his team put together a wonderful thing, and there was a, at one point... They showed the original Empire Strikes Back trailer, which Ooh. is one voiced by Harrison Ford. And I think for a lot of people hadn't uh, hadn't really actually seen that or been aware that that actually is Harrison. And it was really fun to see. Uh, and Daniel tossed it up there. We uh, loved it there. But as far as panels, there was some stuff about the Lucas uh, Arts Museum. Not so much directly Star Wars related, but there's going to be a lot of Star Wars stuff there. Maybe even more than we would have previously thought. And books and comics. Yeah. Nothing super big that we hadn't already heard before. The Charles Soule, Knights of Ren comic, which I think we've talked about about but we did get our first look at the visual dictionary these are the things that um, these are the great these, these are the great things that Pablo time. Hidalgo puts together and I really think going back to Force Awakens to what I hope is this one and this was going to be this one's going to be 200 pages wow. he, Pablo really puts some great stuff in there and he has a lot of fun this is where I think his, he really probably gets the most joy I mean I don't want to assume where he gets his joy at his job but <laughs> the stuff that he puts in in the little descriptions the solo one it has just chock full of information. The Rogue One Visual Dictionary tells a little story with Tam Polsla chasing Dr. Evison and, and Ponda Bob and all that kind of stuff. So I'm curious to see what this one is, but this is our first up-close look. You can hold in your hands one of the Knights of Ren. We also got Janus' energy bow, the Thai dagger, which looks like a little pie-serving uh, dish, a uh, little uh, utensil. Dio, which we already knew about, Let's focus, though, on the Knight of Ren here. This is one of a few we know. They all look different. Now they're seated up close. Christian, I know you've been a fan of Knights of Ren. I, I like them. I just, yeah. I'm just, i very excited to see what's going to happen when they come back in. Where where are you now with this? Uh, I get more excited for it because even the story we're about to cover in a second
1: here. Uh, I wanted to see the Knights of Ren. I wanted. I, I was hoping it was going to focus heavily in Episode eight because of the way that it's set up. You put... A night of Wren in the forefront of this visual dictionary. It means that we're going to learn a lot about them. We're going to there's going to be more to it. We already knew that from whether it's that uh, Vanity Fair article, yeah. and this is going to be something I've been looking forward to get more information about how how much force sensitive they are. Are they, are they? Do they study any of the Sith stuff? I might not learn any of that, but it's just questions that I I want to know about them. And the fact that they're front and center in this thing, love it. How do you feel about it?
2: I'm excited. I really want to see these guys moving. The Vanity Fair photos. Yep. Uh, plus this, I love how they're dressed. Yep. It, it's just, it's like very samurai ninja Star Wars like put in. in that's right up my alley. Awesome. Like the only thing you could add in is maybe like some political intrigue, but but I, Which I want to see you might get. They, by the way, yeah, you might get that from because considering where they not come sure from. How right. the relationship between you know your boy Hux yeah. and Rin might you know, <laughs> but I want to see how they move. Uh, I want to see if they you move. must go <laughs> to the store for me. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully. That would be pretty Hopefully much how Hawks tells people to do that. But uh, i like to uh some to be real fluid. We saw the guy that looks like there's a gun for his arm. Really interested oh, yeah. in that.
0: Uh, did we? Yeah. Wasn't uh, Sophia oh, no. Matella oh, from a movie? No? Okay. Uh, from movie? From <laughs> a movie? <laughs> from a movie.
2: <laughs> that's
1: how we referring people if you don't know what movie they're in. It's like like, hey, uh, movie. Just
2: like Brad Pitt from movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to see how they move and how they that kind of, like, fight. Yes. uh, Mm. Because I want them to be scary and menacing, as as you can be in Star Wars. I agree.
1: know, know, no, I mean, which Mm. you definitely can be. I mean, look at that uh, Empire, always Vader inside of that cave, man, for sure. What
0: what if, though, they only are a boy band and we kind of thing where we only see a picture of them? They're only standing there. There's no way. That's my follow-up to you, because I... I've said before, I, 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 I didn't necessarily miss them in 8. That doesn't mean I didn't want to know more. Right. I, I clarify that. But it didn't It, it didn't, didn't. For me. I, right. I, when the movie ended, I was like, oh, yeah, the Knights of right. Ren right. weren't in it. Right. But that's, that's my personal take on it. I do want to know more. But the question is, it's kind of a weird Star Wars tradition. We talked about that with the Sith Trooper. Sith Trooper, great. design, Red, Stormtrooper. That just might be all we see. Right. Uh, the tradition starts with the Snowtroopers in 1980. Look at the new Stormtroopers. They couldn't set up the E-Web gun fast enough and they're dead. That's all we really saw of them. What if we don't get much? Are you going to be okay with the idea of there they are, there they go? Uh, no, and I'll tell you why. Because this,
1: because your example, they weren't plastered everywhere. They weren't being marketed everywhere. They weren't.
0: Uh, they, that, that's
1: the front of the. That's the front yeah, of the. He's
2: front and center. He's totally front agree. And center.
0: Eighty was a different time, but but. I think it still kind of goes on a little bit. It's it a tradition in a weird it,
1: way. It does, but th- but then we're going to get to this other conversation about the comic book and getting more information there. Um, I And I've said it many times, and sometimes people push back on it. I, I think that this is really J.J.'s direct sequel to his episode 7, more so than it is a sequel to episode 8. Um, there will certainly be elements that play in from 8, but I think he wants to carry on the story that he was telling in 7. He made a big, uh, just the emphasis on how Snoke said, master of the knights of Ren. they made like a yeah. big thing and i think they're gonna make it a big thing and i think that that's what dominic monaghan gonna be i think dominic monaghan gonna be one of the knights around we've seen nothing
0: so from him. i love i love that i still think snoke, snoke was making fun of him but that's that's what i love watching oh, i really okay. think he was like oh the knights yeah, he, of was, Ren. he was sunning him like a but, lot but, but it doesn't movie. matter you're not necessarily right or yeah. wrong i'm necessarily right or wrong i just love yeah, that true. we could watch I, I thought that he was sunning
1: him less than seven than he was in eight I okay. thought eighty was really yeah. yeah, yeah eight, him it was, he,
2: he was it was, he was bad. He was tired. Yeah. Yeah. And seven, yeah. it seemed more like two sons fighting over their dads. That's a, oh,
0: absolutely, absolutely. You're absolutely right. Yeah, but and it, he was just it's eating kind of like up. Christian and I fighting for your attention right now, yes. Michael. What's up? Yeah. what's How you up? Doing? How you doing? <laughs> well You up? got the, <laughs> and you got the jacket go? and the shirt let's on. I'll just sing to him. But I, I, I only bring that up because I just find it. I love that stuff because we'll we'll know a Nate yes. we'll know a nine. We'll we'll get that answer. Uh, the, the whole backstory thing. might come out later. Morning comic. We don't really have that story queued up. You want to just talk about it now? It's from yeah, Canon. bring it up, sure, Adam. I don't think you have a picture. I apologize, it, uh, but the Charles Soule will be doing I think a four-five or five issue comic run of uh, the Knights of Rand book, right. and he said both on Twitter and at uh, yeah, what's the deal with Canon? Uh, he said at Twitter and I think both at Comic Con. Um, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but like. You know that story everyone wants to hear? This is that story. Doesn't necessarily mean it's more. It's about Luke and Ben, but he says it is Ben going to Ren, which could be very cool. It could start with him slaughtering Luke's students, picking up his buddies, and then we'll get that kind of origin.
1: And this is why, when it goes back to your previous question, where I think there's going to be a very big... Uh Emphasis on the Knights of Ren because you have to get this approved from the story group and everyone before you do yeah. these particular stories. And it's like, or they come to you and say, We want you to do something on Knights of Ren because they're going to be pretty prominent in the next movie. Mm-hmm.
0: You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, yeah, this, this is not a debate. I, I'm putting this out here. Uh, either I'm in a suit wagging my finger like a, uh, what do you think about the Mueller report? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, John Rooker just. John, woke you left. Up. John left. John left. <laughs> yeah. John left. Okay. Um, I hope that's the case. But sometimes what we've seen is the movies – they work in the movies, and then Story Group and all the writers have to go, here's a little morsel. Let's have fun with this because it's not handled in the movie, but Constable Zuvio's there. There isn't a Constable Zuvio book yet. Yet. Um, (laughs) So that could be possible too. I hope you're right. I really hope you're right. I hope this is – you're going to need to really know these guys because they're dancing all over the place in nine and doing cool things. And Michael standing in the theater be like, I knew, right. I knew they could do that.
1: Well, do you um, like? I go back to that point with Dominic Monaghan. Right, seen, haven't seen him at all, or have we? In, right. in in van, in, that Ooh, think, fair. Yeah. in that vanity fear, in that yeah. vanity fear, yeah. that they show the it's another they show the knights of Ren yeah. in that article. There's, there's like
2: three or four of them it's, standing. Yeah, around. could be could be that guy. I think Dominic
1: Monaghan's in in the suit. I think he's in one of those suits. I think he's one of the I, mean, I of Ren. love that. I do love that idea. Yeah. I, I
0: totally on board with that.
2: Yeah. Is, just, yeah. oh, would you guys be against maybe something short on Disney Plus before the movie drops?
0: Like a, like a short like you mean like, like a, maybe like short film 45 gonna... minutes oh like a little pre thing I would um, love that yeah. I, would, I would love it the only and reason I that. wouldn't
1: see it happening is there's going to such a strong focus on Mandalorian at that point yeah you that don't drops blow in, that. no yeah. it drops in November so you don't want to take away from because it's okay mm-hmm. from a television to film point because if you're watching if you get Disney Plus because of the Mandalorian yeah. you're going to have the Star Wars fever that's going to make you run out to the theater and go watch Nine anyway um, but if you put in a conflicting Star Wars uh, or uh, counter-programming at the same time, yes, the hardcore Star Wars fans is going to eat it up, but it's still, well, what do I focus on? Do I focus on the Knights of Ren or do I focus on Mandalorian? Yeah. You don't want to take any good, attention good boy, away from uh,
2: They'll just have the animated series at this time and Mandalorian, right. at least
1: for now. For now. And, and then you got Cassian next year, but to answer your question, I would love to see one because the other reason I'd probably want to see it afterwards is because I want to learn more about them in the movie and then maybe you can spin off to do a prequel on them, a, a quick thing, because then you'll get more of a gauge on the audience if they've accepted it. True, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, so I guess we're in that part. We ready? It's ready on the screen, but we'll do it anyway. What's the deal with Cannon? Drinking blue
0: milk in cars with bounty hunters. Uh, what do you got, Kent? I got a fever. And the only cure blue milk. is more Zuvia oh. or Veers. Um, all right. First up, so this is from Yahoo. And this is yep. a, a current story. The reason I bring it up is I think it's covering old information. But I also like to, if it's current, meaning the articles posted like yesterday, yes. I, I want to know, I want to confirm this. Because uh, it cited a tweet from Anthony Bresnikan from April about the release of The Mandalorian on Disney+, Plus, which we know will be November 12th. And Bresnikin back then uh, uh, tweeted, uh, "Only the first episode of the Mandalorian will be released. Maybe they'll decide to add a second, but it won't be a full binge." That's been the big question. Mandalorian, are you going to be able to power up your Netflix and watch your Disney? Oh, excuse me, your Disney Plus. Sorry, Uncle Bob. Please don't don't. have me buried (laughs) up behind uh, Tomorrowland. Um, (laughs) um, I. Don't think we. I think we've long determined that we're not going to be able to binge it all. Um, but they're saying that November twelfth, two thousand nineteen, is the time, and this means the series will not have all of its episodes released at once, but instead, most likely, released be released one at a time. I'm reading the words of Ryan Britt, who wrote the article for uh, Yahoo Lifestyle. Um, so I think again, I think. Uh, um, and it goes. it's unclear if this kind of weekly release schedule will be the same for all forthcoming Disney Plus series, like the upcoming Marvel Loki mm-hmm. series. I know you're plugged in more into MCU than I am, Michael. Maybe you know some more about that. So I think this confirms what we already know. Maybe we'll get one, maybe two still. Yeah. That's a big maybe. But that weekend be interesting. I think you still got to get them all out of the way before, before nine, 9, right? You
1: would think, but maybe, maybe not. Maybe there is a, the not, There's nothing that says they have to do it traditionally. What they yeah. could do... And it would not make fans happy, but what they very well could do, uh, if, you know, if you go the kind of traditional sense, November what is it? Can I'm sorry, November twelfth. All right, so November twelfth, then November nineteenth, you know, twenty sixth. Yeah. Uh, so you could, if you did, how many episodes are there? Did they say? Is it eight? Yeah. or Yeah, because we don't even we don't even uh, know the limit of the season. I don't know. It's eight. I, I th- it's eight? eight? Well, if, if they do it week to week, then they could get it. could do it. Then they could do it. December 20th but, this is the release. They could do it. But what I'm saying is don't be surprised if something happens along songs. the lines. If they do one, two, three, four, take a break, let episode nine come out, then release the other four in like January hmm. or something. Don't
2: do, please don't do that. I know. <laughs> don't I, do that. I, I know. The, uh, yeah. Kathleen, bring, bring it in. I think you need to talk to Bob. Yeah, I think mean, Bob. Bob. Not you either. Don't don't do it. I know it's it's, it's possible though. Uh, I, I can see maybe two episodes at a time. Maybe I, I, I you know so you get more than one. Look, I'm with you. I, don't do it. I'm with you. He wants to don't, put on his Star don't, Wars boxers
0: and watch it all on the 12th, which I think a lot of people. I want to finish the
1: look, whole thing I and feel will, like I'm I will watching. I would definitely block yeah. off
2: a whole day and be like, yeah, this is what I'm doing.
1: Give me my eight hour movie, man, so I can yeah. watch it. But I'm also I'm not gonna if it if it's week to week and I have to take it in that way. I, great uh it means that i that i i think what they're doing that is smart about it and this is one of the big conversations about binging in general because we just had uh katie Sackoff on the show this morning on, on Claire live right and what she's talking about she with, still follows me on twitter that's good Thank what you. she was talking about with uh her new show another life is that the way netflix looks at success right is that if they binge it and they binge it all like right away. Now, the good and bad news about binging is if somebody gets it in, it's the talk of the town and everybody wants to talk about it right now. But because you watched it all in a matter of one to three like, days, yeah,
2: two or three days in a that. week
1: from now, you're not talking about it, you're talking about the next one. By going week to week, you're, you're like Breaking Bad and those type of things. You're talking yeah. about it every week. Um, and it's Star Wars. So if it delivers on the way mm-hmm. that it, you want it to i again with you, I want it all in one day. But yeah. I understand the strategy behind it if they want to go week to week.
2: Yeah. I, it's it's weird because we don't – I understand the week to week because – and, of course, I know that this is a Star Wars show. But Star Trek Discovery does a week to week thing. I know. I know. I, hey, look. Star Wars. I know. I know I, there is the another star show movie? with the word I don't, Star. I don't know. I that Picard trailer was awesome. But CBS does so. it week to yeah. week.
0: Yeah.
2: It works. Mm. I, I'd love to watch it All. faster. Yeah. But – I'm not against it, but you're so used to... Netflix has kind of primed us now, where it's like, hey... I want to watch this all now. Or at least DC Universe, where sometimes with Young Justice, they'll give us like three episodes at a time. Yeah. and then, But they're also 30-minute episodes, so it's a little different. We're in a gimme culture for when it comes to yeah. streaming. It's
1: like, <laughs> what's next? It's, like, you just, it's, true, like, it's like Cookie Monster, just slamming down all the cookies and just grabbing for the next cookie.
0: Um, Crumbs flying. Everywhere.
1: That's really what it is.
0: Absolutely. In my day, we had to watch Fall Guy week to week. <laughs> right. All right. But you, you prefer this. I prefer week-to-week, week, yes. uh, only because um, just life issues. I don't know. Well, actually, with a with young child, that's probably to your advantage. Yeah. Put the kid down, watch seven episodes right now. So yes. I get that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a life thing for me. I, I, it, yeah, I do like to wait and build up the anticipation, too. But also, I like to, I like to click forward, too. I like, to, I like to wait a little bit like, uh, to watch some shows. Yeah. Uh, so,
2: it should cut down uh, on spoilers, though. Because then, you know, people can't, if it's like five days and people are talking about like the finale, well, that can't happen well, with a week-to-week That's show. right. What well, we got with Game of Thrones, especially
0: this year, a lot of the European release dates of some of the episodes and stuff, just spoilers popping up.
1: Selfishness, too. A lot more fun to review week-to-week on this show. Oh, that, yeah. Absolutely. That all nailing yeah. in one, one episode, not, not knowing what to talk about, what to spoil, how to keep everybody up.
2: Yeah, you have to make like a separate video, like, hey, guys, yeah. look,
1: we've seen everything. Right. So right.
2: if you haven't seen everything, come back leave. later. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we can do a week to week and we can watch it together. So there, there's benefits for both. It's, it's just, like I said, we're in that culture where we want it all right away and we want to experience it like a big movie because it is Star right. Wars. But if it's eight weeks, then we'll have eight weeks worth of, of Star Wars, and I'll be fine with that because of everything else that we'll get. We get to explore Disney Plus a little bit more, and that's probably yeah. another reason, by the way. Disney Plus uh, is not going to just launch with The Mandalorian. They're going to launch with a bunch of stuff, so they're going to be like, we don't want you to spend an eight hours uh, watching Mandalorian. We want you to, to spend an hour watching Mandalorian, and then go surf your around, other, yeah, and, surf around and play around. So I get it with a brand new system, and I don't think a lot of people are talking about that. They want you to play around with more stuff that they're going to be launching and
0: it, it makes sense yeah ken is that everything in canon already or uh, well we got this of- thing i think you're going to want to talk about I but it. i will warn there are some spoilers in this if you are playing vader immortal or oh, you yeah. want to be and you don't want to be spoiled this is stuff that came out of comic-con about episode two of the vr series spoiler warning right now for you all right. Dan Brooks over at StarWars.com. Great guy. Dan said, uh, had some stuff at a Comic-Con. Speaking with uh, Ben Snow, the director of the virtual reality game Vader Immortal, revealing some stuff. So quick little bullet points. I have not experienced this game. Have you yet, yet at still all? Still you have.
2: I've watched the playthrough, but I haven't played it myself.
0: Oh, man, that's great. I've watched Christian uh, fall off a plank or something, uh, playing it on VR there. Um, Do they tape me doing that, or are you just kidding around? I just assumed you did. No, it's probably yeah. true. It's uh, it's awesome. Is that, uh, you'll light- get to <laughs> use the Force in Episode yeah. 2. Oh, cool. Uh, they wanted to... Uh, goals to make the Force in Episode 2 as satisfying as the lightsaber felt in Episode 1. Black Bishop. You like Black Bishop. I love the Black Bishop. I love when he opened for Marilyn Manson. Yeah. He is in it, and it becomes quite important in Episode 2. Yeah. We'll learn more about his background. Uh, Pablo Zago uh, confirms, uh, or this is Ben Snow saying it. Pablo had said to me at one point, "Vader's in constant pain," and that becomes a factor to the story. It so, does in the first episode. Yeah, uh, perhaps even more yeah. here. So, um, there you go. You're excited about this. I'm sure I will once you again get my eyes on it. Yeah,
1: you, you should. You should try to find a way. We should actually maybe even try to set something up to watch you playing it because I have it here. Okay, it's it, it's great. It really is great. I've done it. I've done it twice now. Mm-hmm. And it's it's fantastic, and it's written very well. You feel like you're in the world. It's better better with the with the wireless headset, obviously. Um, so I am very much so looking forward to episode two. It is the it, I would have never even considered getting one of these wireless headsets until I played this game, mm-hmm. because it's it's that good. It, mm-hmm. You just it, you feel like you're there. It's, it's
2: a very it's very exploratory. Yeah, from what I've seen. And the lightsaber stuff looks like a lot it's of fun. It's awesome.
1: It's a lot of fun. We should get, we should definitely get you guys in there to play it here because it's, it's, it's great.
0: Um, all right. That's everything in the world of Canada. We're going to move over now, and we're going to get to... Hey, Collider Jedi Council is brought to you by DC Universe. You know, it's the ultimate DC membership for DC fans where you can watch, read, shop, and even connect with other fans. It's home to the DC original series like Titans, Doom Patrol, and Young Justice Outsiders Part 1 and 2. Their comic library now includes over 20,000 titles from classics to recent releases and more complete storylines than ever before. Get The Man of Steel, Harley Quinn 2016, and Batman Number 50. Watch new animated films like Justice League vs. the Fatal 5 and Batman Hush coming soon. Along with classic movies like Superman and Superman Two, DC Universe is available on your favorite devices. Sign up now at dcuniverse.com slash join. That's dcuniverse slash join.
1: You guys, that's right. You set some questions out on Twitter, hashtagging Collider Jedi Council. Our producer John Rocha has gone through some of those questions and chosen some, and we're going to talk about it right now. Kenneth Napsaki, all how you
0: right. Uh, Twitter user Jedi Seek at Jedi Seek. Uh, writes, uh, who would win in a duel between Sidious and Bane? All right. You know these characters a yeah. little bit more than me. I mean, I, I know them, uh, obviously. But, you know, what do you think?
1: We're talking lightsabers. Um, I got to go with Bane. I think he's, like, pure power. And I think, like, it's it's like Tyson versus Ali, you know? And, and with, yeah, with, it with is Ali, a very... Ali being Bane. Yeah, it... But I know I said power, but it's just still...
2: Yeah, It's it's weird because... Sidious, I wanted to give it to Bane, because I was like, yeah, Bane. But then thinking about Sidious versus Yoda, seeing his power there, um, he did kind of cower down a little bit. But I think it was more to get the upper hand instead of really being scared. And then him versus Maul and Maul's apprentice, I can't like, remember. Savage, Savage, yeah, Savage uh, yeah. yeah, or Press. Him versus them was. He still whooped up on him, yeah, but like. Yeah, that was crazy, and I mean they were they were good enough. I mean they gave they was, gave yeah. uh, Obi wan and uh, Ventress some problems, so they're not you know they're not bums, no. So and he handled them pretty well. So this is one of those that I think comes to one of those like I have to accept a blow to to give you a killing blow kind of thing because they're both. Pretty official.
1: Bane to me is was he was the ballsiest one that killed all the he killed all the Sith. He killed all of them. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he he's just the most ruthless Sith of all time. Most of the stuff that Sidious learned, granted non-canon stuff, was from Bane and what Bane did, and Bane who learned from Revan. Um, and I think that. Bane went to places that I don't even think Sidious would go to as far as self-harm and things that he did Mm. to, to really channel the dark side and stuff that he had learned. But Palpatine also learned from Plagueis, who was also a student of Bane and Revan. So it's a very tough, tough battle, tough fight. I would say Bane... Just from what I, because to me, Pal, Palpatine's always is more like a little finger type character, right? And he's more that he's, he's very manipulative. He's I mean, all Sith like are
2: snake in the grass kind yeah, of guy. Yeah,
1: but right, he's more snake in the grass around the corner, doing pull, pulling the strings. And then when he t- attacks you, it's like you didn't even see it coming, but you should have, right? As Bane is hiding in the shadows, but when he comes after you, it's just his pu- this pure power. And I made the Ali. Uh, Tyson comparison, and I don't mean as far as power goes, because Tyson was obviously the more powerful of the two, but I meant as far as uh, teacher and student went. I still think, and Tyson's one of my favorite boxers of all time, if he fought Ali in his prime, Ali would have found a way to beat him, and that's the same thing. Yeah, uh,
2: Ali would have rope-a-doped him and tired him out, and... He would have got it. Uh, his footwork was way better than my, but that's it's a whole other story. It's a different, it, <laughs> Tyson's footwork was pretty damn good when he was 19 years
1: old,
0: but it is a yeah, different conversation yeah, yeah, for yeah.
1: sure. And it's a fun conversation to have, so thank you very much. Um,
0: <laughs> Ken, what do you got next? Uh, all right. This one is from Proud Aloud at Jedi SAS or Jedi Sass. Um <laughs> I know, it's one more S. Would you be upset if it's revealed in The Rise of Skywalker that the reason Ben is bad is because he's been possessed by Palpatine the whole time? If he was possessed by... If if Ben was possessed
1: by Palpatine... I would be upset unless I, it's all a matter of execution. We've said this many times, but initially I wouldn't love it, but that doesn't mean that I'm against the idea of Palpatine doing what Voldemort did. And these people have done and taking over the body of certain people that are out there to, um, to be in this possessive mode because in, I don't, I think it was bloodline bloodline stated that Snoke had been recruiting Ben from the get go as a young child being around and if Snoke is involved with Palpatine in any which way or form, that some way or another Palpatine was manipulating Ben, we might find out that Palpatine was possessing Snoke. And then Ooh. after Ben wiped him out, and this poor bastard, whoever Snoke was, is some alien creature or some, some creature, whatever it was, is, and now Palpatine has to find a new body. Very possible. So I'm not opposed to the possession angle.
2: But I'd be more skeptical if he possessed Ben. If this is tough. It, it's good and bad. Good in a way where it's like, whoa, Palpatine is serious. Yeah. Like, Palpatine is on another level. But then it would double down how I guess emotionally maybe or maybe mentally, emotionally weak Ben is. Right. Um, we already saw his he he wasn't too proud when uh they shot all those lasers and Luke was still there. He uh he, he had a little tiffy, if you will. <laughs> right. So we know he's he's a little
1: unstable. He's unstable so, not, and not he, and he's not as reserved as Palpatine was probably yeah. what kept him calm. So I know I see where you're going. Yeah,
2: with. so this would double down on that like erratic, emotionally, you know, unstable, mentally unstable person, which in a way sort of makes him even more dangerous. But it would double down on that and make him look even weirdly weaker, yeah. yet weaker but more dangerous because you don't know what he's going to do. He was, but it also
1: it, it wouldn't make sense all the way through because if Palpatine was possessing him... Palpatine was very calm, very relaxed, knew how to play, knew how to play the sides. He wouldn't just start firing radically or start slamming his lightsaber against the, the, you know, they just having these fits. If he was possessing him, it would it would be more of I think that was more of a reflection on that. He's he's mimicking his grandfather and having these Anakin tendencies more than, than Palpatine. Ken, what do you think?
0: I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. You can't have um, the
1: Chicago hot dog. I know. No. We will go back
0: eventually. I, I don't <laughs> want any possessions at all. At all. <laughs> at all. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, great speculation, fun stuff. It's a great, fun question. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I just, yeah, I don't want that. Hauntings? Palpatine haunting something? Sith haunting places? Different. I, I, I do believe Kylo's making his own mistakes and his own decisions. Snoke and Palpatine having some kind of weird connection, Snoke using Palpatine or Palpatine being used by him, the Voldemort returning thing you've talked about before, right. I like that idea. Uh maybe maybe under that robe like right here Palpatine's head was. Maybe That's like disgusting. That's gross. Um, that would be weird. It would be weird. That'd be weird. Acceptable. It'd be weird. Yeah, yeah um, I am now one of your pecs. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh but so short answer for me, no, no position.
1: You. Okay, you know what's crazy though? Is this movie's only like four and a half months away. I know, sneaking up.
2: Yeah, it, sneaking up. And It is weird because we still kind of know nothing. I love that, and it's good. And like, I'm excited about it, but then I'm also like, I want to see it tomorrow. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm glad that we have. It seems like everybody's like, okay, we took our lumps, but now it seems like everybody's pushing forward towards hopefully a, yeah. a battle that goes in the good guy's favor because mm. that's also not a guarantee either. Right. That's true. I mean, that's,
1: that's, that's a great point, though, Ken. It's like you assume mm. because it's the last of the saga that mm. it is going to end on a pretty high note with maybe mm. some tragedy that's, that's mm-hmm. involved there. Um, I still don't think, I still agree with you. I think that if anyone's going to go, it's probably Poe, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's going to happen either. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it'll probably end on a high note but that's not guaranteed.
0: Do you, do you see it the same way? I think uh, I think it it's definitely going to end on a high note. But just because of, of the times we're in, though, in terms of what we want as fans, we're more used to, well, they won, but it was costly, which George uh, did not put into Return of the Jedi, somewhat famously. Han wasn't killed because they wanted to torture Harrison. No, George just felt that's not a happy ending. Right, right. I want to give a happy ending. We're going to dance with the teddy bears. And I think you get, could get now a little bit of both, and it could work. Yeah. You know, the Frodo ending. You won, yeah. but there's a cost to your victory. That's right. Um, all right, look, that's the end of the
1: show. Thank you guys so much for joining us here today on Collider
2: Jedi Council. I'd like to thank our guests today on the council. First, starting with Michael Young, where can they find you? You can find me at that nerd soul, that's T H A T N E R D S O U L, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. Just holler at me. Ken Nassar?
0: Hey, you can follow me at Ken Knapp, so Go to my website uh, or my wetsuit, kenknappsock.com. If you're California, Central Coast-based, August 24th, I'll be hosting a screening of Star Wars A New Hope with the Central Coast Film Society. It's not the original version. George didn't approve that. Uh, but I'll be up there at the Clark Center Performing Arts Center up there, in my hometown on my old high school campus, August 24th. VIP tickets. You can get a copy of my book, all those wonderful things. Go to centralcoastfilmsociety.org for more. For me, you can find me at Christian Harloff. But if
1: you are going to be in New York on August 31st, the Schmodown will be there. Tickets are going really fast in Manhattan. The Schmodownlive.com will be in Arizona in September. Ooh. And finally, we will be in Orlando in October. So any one of those shows available now, The Schmodownlive.com, Make sure you get your tickets. They're going fast. Thank you to everybody. Thank you guys. Make sure you comment below. Tell us what you thought of today's show. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. May the force be with you. Always.